What's up, everybody? Phil Gentile here, a.k.a. The Hot Take Kid. We have a jam-packed episode for you tonight. We're going to preview Fastlane, get into some uh, wrestling figure news, and announce a big, big giveaway I'm sure you're going to be excited about. But before we do, I want to give a shout-out to our main event-level Patreon subscribers. That's the folks that uh, contribute $10 or more every single month. Uh, that is AJ Sawyer, Trey White, Bob Zegler, Dennis Montesero, Dustin Sadek, and Tyler Boylinger. We appreciate you guys. You guys get uh, extra exclusive episodes every single week, articles, and Sheena and my unboxing videos. Uh, we appreciate everyone who submits and uh, subscribes to the Patreon. You can do that by going to patreon.com slash Chick Foley Show. Now on with the show. Blast connects. Samoa Joe sent on. And now Samoa Joe driving Andrade into the canvas. Samoa Joe has won the United States title. Here is your winner and the new United States champion, Samoa Joe. The path has been painful. Long and arduous, but Samoa Joe has finally captured his first title in WWE. Welcome to the Samoa Joe Fan Club. This is the Chick Foley Show. I'm Phil Gentile, a.k.a. the Hot Take Kid. You are listening live from my in-law's basement, still on location. But uh, hopefully soon, another couple weeks. They're putting the cabinets in. If you want, to, if you want a kitchen update. Uh, all, but all the fixer upper fans out there. Yeah, all the, exactly. All the Chip and Joanna fans. What's going on, Sheena? How are you? I'm pretty good, man. Uh, taking it easy. It's been um, an interesting couple of days in the wrestling world, and an interesting couple of days over here at the Chick Foley House. Um, but yeah, we're doing good. Nice. We have a lot to get to. We have a Fastlane preview, which I can't believe we're already at Fastlane. feels like we just had uh, a pay-per-view, but uh, I'm not complaining. We have some injury updates and some figure news, and we have a big giveaway to announce. But uh, before we get into that, we want to give a shout-out. We shouted out uh, our $10 Patreons at the beginning of the show. We want to give a shout-out to eight new Patreon subscribers, Greg Collins, Dennis Montesano, Tyler Boylinger, Michael Sugarman, Sean Sass, Alex Glaude, Christopher Dean, and Brian Chairs. I'm sorry if I butchered any of your names, but we uh, welcome to the Foley family, guys. A lot of these folks uh, I've uh, been able to grab some uh, figures for that haven't received the uh, NXT elites on their side of the, the country, but we'll get into that a little bit later. But uh, welcome. You guys can sign up at patreon.com slash Chick Foley Show. And if you want to email us, you can shoot us an email at askchickfoley at gmail.com. Any questions, concerns, and comments, and uh, tell us how great we are, you can do that there. Yeah, for sure. And um, for all you other guys, you know, we typically do Unboxing Mania over on Patreon, but I recorded um, LJN sent us the new Young Bucks figure set. Um, their LJN figure set, and it is 
it's pretty cool, guys. So I did a, a review over on Chick-fil-A. I did an unboxing. So you can go check out the Chick-fil-A YouTube. Um, the link is in the, the bio for our, uh, you know, on our Instagram page. So definitely check that out. And thank you guys so much. Um, I know there was a lot of supporters of Chick-fil-A that went over and supported for the title um, and their mission to create the ultimate wrestling comic for you guys um, and bring and bring their web comic to life. And all of you guys who pledged and ordered a book, you will not be disappointed. It's going to be so awesome. So they got fully funded. So I'm super stoked for them. Um, and as always, guys, we have some awesome t-shirts over on ProWrestlingTees.com, so make sure you check those out. We have some new designs. If you haven't seen the Queen of the Ring Chick Foley logo t-shirt, um, that is super, super awesome. And uh, yeah, all, as always, make sure you listen, rate, subscribe, review. Uh, if you love the show, make sure you show us some love. Yep, and shout out to our buddy Jason Wolf for making that design. It's at JasonWLF on Twitter. I want to give a shout out to all our listeners. Last week's episode was one of our, I think it was our most listened to episode ever. We're uh, climbing every single week. So uh, thanks to you guys for, we've been doing this just since October. I think we're we're just hitting our groove now. We've went from awful to now we're we're just mediocre. So uh, hopefully we'll we'll get up to the you know the fully posable guys have been doing like you know two hundred episodes or something. They got it down to a science, you know. So we are glorious. The fully posable guys are glorious too, but we are we are glorious. Don't don't low sell us, man. We are you know legit. <laughs> yeah, we're we're better looking than those guys too. That's all that matters too. Yeah. Oh, I love those guys. I don't even we're know. Just... I don't even know what they look like. I've never seen seen a picture oh of them. Oh my gosh. We love you guys, Jeff Scott, Celeste, the whole team over there. No, so. they're awesome, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, T-shirts are there, and if you are a listener, a new listener, thank you. Make sure to go to iTunes and give us a nice five-star review. Uh, before we get into our fast lane preview, we do have a huge giveaway, a huge announcement of something we want to do for you guys, and that's going to be in our Go Figure segment a little bit later in the show, so make sure to listen to that. But before we do that, let's get inside the squared circle, Sheena. What do you want to start with here first? Because a lot of, a lot of things have happened, like you said, in the last week or so. Oh, man. Well, speaking of last week's episode and it being one of our most popular episodes to date, um, I think that had a lot to do with um, me finally unveiling you know, why I've held this, you know, years long grudge against Samoa Joe and why he's been, you know, a thorn in my side. And I've you know, publicly <laughs> shamed and humiliated him on my Instagram for years. Um, and guys, I lifted the curse. I, you know, I gave him my blessing. I revealed why I, why I hated him for so long and I gave him my stamp of approval. And what do you know that the next freaking Tuesday following our episode, Samoa Joe gets his first title in the WWE. He is now officially the United States champion. Pretty cool. Like, yeah, long overdue, I feel like. Definitely long overdue. Definitely long overdue. Um, but yeah, so just for all of you guys, you know, that are out there, just know that the Chick Foley rub of approval, it, it means a lot in WWE. <laughs> so um, you can thank me. Um, Samoa Joe, you're welcome. Yeah. And uh, congrats on uh, your U.S. title shot. I hope uh, you do a lot more with it than the last few champs have done. No shade to them, but um, I hope it does have a more meaningful run, a la like the Cena era with it, because um, I think that's a good title. And I, you know, I hope it gets some shine. Yeah, it's interesting. It, it kind of, it definitely gives it more legitimacy right off the bat. You know, no, like you said, no shade to our truth, but he's more of a comedic uh, relief type perf performer at this point in his career. What do you, what do you see for that belt going into WrestleMania? There's obviously not going to be defended at Fastlane, uh, so I don't know what they're going to build for that. Who who would you say is a good candidate off of the SmackDown brand to challenge for that? Well. 
off the SmackDown brand, I don't know. I have to think about that for a second. But I was thinking for Mania, since it's Mania season, any other time I would probably go a different direction. But for Mania season, I think I think it's going to be Samoa Joe and John Cena. They've built, they've been, they've been dropping the little Easter eggs about John Cena and you know his open challenge and the United States Championship and all that stuff with our truth. Our truth's been doing John Cena's move set like the five knuckle shuffle and all that stuff. Um, so I think. Samoa Joe faces John Cena for the U.S. title at uh, at WrestleMania, which to which I think he will go over. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. I'm going to say Mustafa Ali for some reason. I feel like they're going to pick that feud back up after Ali coming back from an injury. But uh, it, you know, there's some other guys there. We saw Andrade and Rey Mysterio there. It'd be nice to get them involved some way. But uh, it, yeah, yeah I can uh, see them doing a multi-man match. Um, you know, with with that too. For sure. Um, yeah, the other big news and, and really disappointing news was Tommaso Ciampa going down with a, oh. a, a pretty serious injury. So um, I, spoke, I spoke to the wife, and this is I think this is the same surgery that uh, Edge had that, that held him out of you know action. He hasn't been able to come back. It's a anterior cervical fusion. So it's basically a spinal fusion. My wife said it's about a six to eight week. My wife's, my wife's a physical therapist, if anyone listening have, have never said that before. But uh, when, whenever I was doing my Ravens podcast, I would go to her with any kind of you know MCL, ACL type of injuries. But this is completely different. She said this is like a six to eight week recovery time for like a month. Norm- oh, no, I think it would be six to eight months. Well, uh, just right? just like a normal person like me and you to get back like, you know, back to work, you know, oh, you know just it, functioning. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, six to eight months, and she she said she would be surprised if an injury like this would, you know, as as a wrestler, someone taking bumps and landing on their back, you know, three hundred yeah. days a year, if this is a, a doctor would clear him to come back to wrestling. Obviously, it's not, um, you know, she doesn't know the severity of it. Just just hearing the surgery, but uh, it, it's definitely not a, you know, not, not a minor thing. No, it is a sad, sad day. Um, for NXT fans and for Ciampa fans, because um, everything I'm reading, it says, I mean, he's going to be out for like a long, long time, like for the foreseeable future. And it, it's, it just like breaks my heart because apparently this has been going on. Like I didn't know this was going on, but it, it's been going on for like four or five weeks, like this kind of like, you know, nagging, irritating injury. Um, and then it just kind of came to a head after he got, um, you know, a medical evaluation and stuff. And uh, yeah, they, they decided they were going to go ahead and do the surgery. And it just sucks, man, because, you know, they had the championship match between him and Gargano at like takeover plan, like two nights before Mania. So that's going to have to be changed. Um, you know, I mean, he's been the champion since July. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, that's, that's a long freaking time. I mean, he's the fourth longest reigning champion since like, uh, like Finn Balor, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it sucks. Um, and is it bad that my gut instinct is telling me that Samoa Joe had something to do with this? Oh, my God. Don't even. Come on. <laughs> we, put that, we put that behind us now. Jesus. Sorry. I can't help myself. <laughs> I can't help myself. It's habit. Yeah. The, the, uh, the bad thing is it's not like an ACL injury where it's you know your leg and you, you can sit out for a year and come back and it's going to be, you know, you'll be able to function and cut and all that stuff on it. It's, you know, this is right. a spinal injury where and you could sit out of the ring for two years. It's not going to. Re- reduce or the risk indefinitely yeah, oh, yeah. or yeah. indefinitely i mean it's I mean, they may time never time is not going to help this type of injury it's it's pretty it's pretty substantial so yeah what what do you see them doing with the nxt title now because gargano obviously you know he's been on raw and smackdown for the last couple months or so he's going to probably be called up to the main roster i would assume and velveteen dream now with the north american title do they put it on one of the guys 
with in uh, Undisputed Era? I don't. Do they have a t- tournament? I mean, we're already having a tournament for the, uh, the the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Tournament right now, so it'd be kind of convoluted to do that. Um, True. I think um, I think they could do since it's the um, the fourth WrestleMania Takeover. Um, I think it, they could like you know pay homage to WrestleMania four and just do like a one night tournament at takeover. Oh, that'd be you sick. Know? Oh, that would be uh, so sick. Yeah. Uh. So I think, I mean, other than that, I mean, there's lots of worthy like champs, I think down in NXT, but I think it has to be something epic because I mean, Champa was an epic champion and just to like put it on someone else, like it's not going to feel the same. So I think it has to be something kind of like over the top and like, magnificent like that so um, i think that would be a cool way to do it just like have a you know a, a tournament bracket and you know like this next couple of weeks have some preliminary matches and stuff to decide who's going to get to be in the tournament um you know and then just have it all freaking culminate at the takeover before wrestlemania yeah i'd love to see them use this as an opportunity to elevate some guys that maybe aren't on NXT television that much. I mean, I'm trying to think of someone off of NXT. I mean, you have the Undisputed Era guys. You have uh, Matt Riddle, who's probably on the come up there. But besides them, there's a lot of guys. The bigger names of all probably either coming up or, you know, Velveteen Dream has the North American title. It's I'm, I'm trying so to think they, of a- Well, yeah, they've kind of shot themselves in the foot, if you ask me, because now they've, now they've lumped um, Aleister Black with Ricochet as this, like, you know, ragtag tag team. And... Um, so now like Alistair Black, in my opinion, or Dream would be the next person in line for that, you know? Yep. Um, so I'm thinking like, well, you know, t- tonight we saw Matt Riddle kind of challenge Velveteen Dream for the um, the North American title. So maybe he beats like the North American title goes to Riddle and then Velveteen Dream is next in line. I don't know. Um, it does suck because it's like now you have all this top talent that's kind of like going back and forth between NXT and the main roster. So who's going to be your champ? You know, yeah, it would be cool. Uh, the tournament thing is probably the best idea. For some reason, the first thing I thought of was we'll use this as an opportunity to do like a you know a fatal four way ladder match type of thing at the first match of the night on on the WrestleMania card of of some of these younger NXT guys just to give them some exposure and give the brand some exposure. But I, I'm gonna scratch that. I like I like the tournament idea a little bit better and just a one night tournament at Takeover and just have all the matches for that so we'll see what happens there this is uh you know this has happened before and you know the wwe seems to recover pretty well they when roman went out they had to do something with the title so you know but uh best uh best <laughs> of, best of oh. luck to champa and and all that so hopefully he hopefully he's able to get back into the ring that's the that's the biggest thing you know it's his health and and that going yeah, forward for- yeah, for sure. Um, best wishes, dude. Like uh, Champa's been an amazing champ, so there is no like he has nothing to look back on and, and regret. So I hope if it is the end of the road for Champa, um, you know that I mean he went out on a high note, and that's the best thing. That's the best you can ask, um, you know, as, as a wrestler, you know, not to just like have a slow, <laughs> slow death like a lot of yeah. a lot of guys and get pushed down to the bottom of the mid card. So you know, go out on top like freaking Walter White, you know. Exactly. Yeah, with a blaze of glory. Uh, mm-hmm. All right, let's get into our fast lane preview. So we'll go match by match here and touch on some of the, you know, how the angle built over the last couple of weeks on Raw and SmackDown. The first match is going to be a barn burner, and we've seen it probably six or seven times, but I could watch it every single week. Rey Mysterio versus Andrade in the on the pre-show, and I was hoping this would be a WrestleMania match. These guys were involved in that U.S. title four-way on SmackDown, but what do you think of this being on the pre-show? Well, I think because there is no title contention for it, you know what I'm saying? Like there's no title at, at 
stake here that, yeah, it, it was going to be a pre-show match because there are so many titles being defended at Mania this year. Um, I, I think it's definitely worth, you know, not um, or being on the main card. However, the cool thing about it being on the pre-show is like the pre-show gets a lot more exposure. So, you know, I, I know it kind of sounds bad, like not being on the main card and all those things, but the pre-show does get exposure. And I think that's really cool for both these guys. Oh, for sure, and I think th- I think they'll probably end up doing something with each other at WrestleMania. This is probably just a you know prelude to that, so we'll see. Who do you got winning this one? Um, I have Andrade. I think he definitely has the most to gain from the win at Fastlane, and he's been he's been one of the more underutilized guys in my opinion on the main roster. But this feud with Ray has actually really kind of like allowed him to shine, um, which is surprising, you know, because Ray's an old dog, you know, but I mean he can still go. Um, but I hope this sets him up for something good at, at Mania, whether it is that like multi-man, you know, U.S. title match that we kind of discussed earlier, or maybe it could be like potentially like a, uh, retirement match for Ray. I could see, yeah. um, yeah, I could see that. So, but I mean the, the fatal four-way match that they had, like the open challenge match was really a lot of fun to like watch. I thought it was, I thought it was a really good match, but yeah, um, I think it is going to be on the pre-show just because there's no, there's no title. There's no stakes. Makes sense. I'm going to go Mysterio. I feel like if they do wrestle again at, on WrestleMania at the WrestleMania card, I feel like Andrade will go over on on the bigger stage here. But yeah, these these two have a great chemistry together, man. They put on some some awesome matches, and For sure. uh, you know the age difference is you know pretty noticeable. But uh, they can still go, man. Especially Mysterio, it's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. He's pretty fun to watch. Uh, the Shield back together on Raw in a. a seemed you know seemed weird at the time they they did it nice by kind of building it up over the course of the night and just didn't do it in that first 20 minute segment with the mic um but uh the shield shield reunion i'm sure i don't really know why seth would agree to this if you're you know if you're not talking kayfabe but um uh, i think I, obviously i'm gonna pop anytime the shield like that fist bump gets me every time like it doesn't matter i'm a huge shield mark like it doesn't matter what they're doing when they come when they you know no matter how long they've been apart when they come back together i'm, I'm gonna pop for it um i don't think it had quite the same impact as it did the first two times and i feel like i feel like wwe they just really missed the window for like uh like the best of the best shield reunion because it was like always something happening you know like roman was out and it was just like one thing after another that kept the shield reunion from from actually being what we wanted out of a a true shield reunion but um yeah this match i'll watch it because it's the shield but it's like drew and the channel changers you know what i mean like i like that I, I, i like that name yeah yeah, um, heel husband. I have to give him credit for that. He said that, and I was like, "What did you say?" I mean, I don't know if he read it somewhere, but I mean, he he like he was like, "Yeah, Drew and the freaking Channel Changers," and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like that is spot on. Like, because Drew's really the only one that deserves any shine out of that out of that crew right now. I mean, I'm so tired of seeing the other guys, but um, I think Seth Roman and Drew are probably the only ones that come out of this match with anything going on at Mania. I like the League of Nobodies. The but, League of Nobodies. I've heard the mid card of Evil too, which I thought was <laughs> was so awesome. But I mean, if Drew wasn't in there, it would definitely be mid card. Cent- I mean, they're all mid carders right now. But Drew, like you said, Drew has the most potential here. I'm I'm interested to see who of these three guys is going to be Roman's opponent at WrestleMania because uh, I I, th- I think the original plan must have been Roman versus Ambrose. 
I was thinking Dean. I was thinking it could be like, you know, and I think I think Roman, you know, he gave Seth his blessing to fight Brock. I think, you know, I think it's a good spot for him to be kind of like on the mid card at Mania against either Dean or Drew or someone like that. I think it's an appropriate spot. It's not going to feel too forced, you know, and I think yep. it'll keep the keep the the Smarks happy, you know, that he's not just being thrust into the main event picture. Um, and I think it can really do a lot for his momentum. Yeah, we talked about it last week. I mean, we put Roman Reigns in in the middle of a WrestleMania card. Like, damn, it just makes the entire card like, holy shit, Roman Reigns yeah. is is a in the middle of this card. It's awesome. I mean, he's been main event. How many WrestleManias has he main evented? I mean, four like or four. five. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah it does. Same. And it I think it elevates the whole card. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It yeah. does bring everything up a notch. Um, and again, that's why you guys should have been loving Roman all along because he elevates people. You know, so. Yeah, is is Elias going to get involved here? He's kind of been on. The, he's one of the fringe channel changers. He's like the. Uh... Oh my gosh, I swear when 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 Dean got hit with that guitar, did he not look like he'd been taken down with a shotgun? Yeah. Like I mean, he like he sold that guitar hit like it was like like I said like he got shot and uh, it was just so funny to me and I, poor Elias like you know I love Elias but I just I don't know what it is. Can Elias not wrestle? Like I don't know. Like I feel like. Is, is he ha must have something that's keeping them from actually allowing him to have a meaningful storyline and feuds and matches that mean something because like there's some, there's gotta be something right. Cause he's so good, but they just keep putting him in these little like one-off segments that don't mean anything or these like little like feuds where he interacts for a moment or causes some sort of disturbance, but it doesn't have any sort of like real, impact on the outcome of the storyline you know yeah i mean he's young he's still he's 30 years old so i mean he's 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 and he's only been up for a couple of years and i think elias he's, is only 30 years old yeah I, 30 or 31 sure? yeah yeah i'm pretty sure i might be wrong years I, old I feel like i looked smokes. it up i looked it up like like last week or the week before and i was watching raleigh how, yeah, how old November, is this guy november 22nd 1987 i huh. would have thought he was a good like 37 yeah 38 yeah old. maybe that was what made me google it too because you know he has that macho man vibe you know where he yeah. kind of looks the same age all the time but uh yeah i don't know if he's he'll just... get involved here I'm, I'm feeling that you know the shield wins this thing i'm sure you're feeling the same way there's no way i mean we said the same thing about Braun versus corbin at the uh the last <laughs> event and that was that did not go our way but yeah, I think the shield definitely has to dominate here because there's really no there's no reason for um, I mean unless you're trying to elevate Drew um, there's really no reason for the shield to lose here. I mean because Seth could afford to lose because he already has his main event spot at WrestleMania. Um, but I mean, why would you have Roman lose on his comeback? You know what I'm saying? And yep. Dean is leaving, um, so I just feel like I feel like the shield's definitely going over at this. The, the the amount that they're talking about Dean leaving leads me to believe that that he is not leaving because they they've like I think uh, Renee even said something about leaving for greener pastures on Monday I forget what point she said that but but Phil like okay so like let's just take a let's take a little cafe break here for a minute and just talk about something because you're right like they've blurred the, they haven't even blurred the lines they have like cut the they have like sliced the line between freaking reality and like kayfabe and part of me is like i get it like they have to be like that because there is so much information out there but like part of me is still like it's still real to me damn it like let me believe in this like fantasy storyline and i feel like now they've they've really undermined what all the things that i love about wrestling you know like with with triple h's um promo or to or his little segment to batista like you know you're not talking to the character 
Triple H, you're talking to the man. And I'm like, why do you have to be like yes, that? Why, like, what? Well, yes. I mean, it's why? once you go there, you can't close that box. I mean, you can't. You don't see Game of Thrones like when the when the White Walkers come out, like, ah, these guys are fake. Yeah, this isn't real. You know, no, they, we exactly. know it's we know it's not real. We want to enjoy fucking being entertained. Jesus Christ. Oh my gosh, exactly. You know, and like the whole thing with like Becky and um oh. and Rhonda, like, you know, them just like totally like talking about like, oh well, I don't care what the script says, or you know, I don't care, I'm gonna whoop your ass and like calling them by their real names. I'm like, I feel like Roman started this whole thing when he came out with his leukemia um announcement and um he was like, My real name is Joe, and he kinda like tore the wall down, you know, the fourth wall. Um I feel like everybody like took that as their opportunity. Like, well, hell, it got Roman over. Like, let's yeah. let's just completely like you know throw out everything that we've known about wrestling up into this point. You know what I'm saying? And like saying that it's fake. Like you know, with um, <sighs> Rhonda saying you know, um, like er, yeah. Then she was like, keep the f word out of your mouth. And I was like, oh my god, like this is getting too like too far. Like I I don't like it. Like I I appreciate. I, I want my reality TV to be reality TV, and I want my sports entertainment to be like sports entertainment you know um you didn't, so. even, you didn't even touch on the the guy from silent live on monday saying is it is <gasps> oh this stuff even my. real what what the oh. fuck was that and then braun, that the braun choked him that. through a commercial break <laughs> yeah and then so he does that and it just like it to me i'm like these guys don't even like wrestling like why do you have them here you know like it's one thing when you bring on like people who are like legitimate like they're celebrities, but they're fans of wrestling. Like what's his name? Green Lantern guy. Um, Ryan you know. Reynolds? No, no, not is Green it Green Lantern? Lan- oh my gosh! What are you I, talking about right now? Green sorry, Lantern. sorry, comic book um, people. Oh um, man, people are freaking out right now. Yeah, no, but that Michael Che guy is a, He's a huge wrestling fan. He is. He's friends with no. uh, Ron Funches, and they, you know, I, I forget what podcast I was listening to. Well, but. then why come on if you're a real fan? Like, why come on and like disrespect? I'm sure it was. Well, they didn't out write that, that shit. Yeah, I mean, that was all written by the fucking writers, Bruce Pritchard or whoever's writing it. Yeah, it was so, um, so repug. So yeah, it was definitely repug. Yeah, so I, 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 like I said, I hope that they can just like squash this because i don't want it to go any further like them just talking about this the scripts and the writing like we all know that we've known that for decades that they're like the that the outcomes are predetermined and all of that you know what i'm saying but like let me lose myself and watch the product and not be reminded that there is a predetermined outcome and that there is a script and that there is all of these things in play and that these people are characters and these aren't their real names <laughs> you know like let me be entertained um because otherwise like you just pissing me off for sure, yeah. Uh, it's it's getting it's getting to the point where they just can't turn back. But uh, we'll we'll see what happens. Becky versus Charlotte. If Becky wins, she gets added to the WrestleMania match. If is there any way that Charlotte's not in this match though? Is that is that no. that's not even a no. stipulation? So okay, she's a hundred percent in. Yeah. What do you, what do you think about that? I mean, this match obviously Becky's gonna win. But um, what do you think about Ronda turning heel? I feel like it was the right thing to do. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It was the right thing to do. I thought she did a good job, um, you know, cutting her promo and like, you know, do, doing her heel turn. I thought her heel turn was good. Um, you know, it was kind of like that, you know, die, Rocky die, where she's like, you know, I, I came out and gave this my all and I've done nothing but, you know, try to respect this brand and or this sport. And, you know, you guys just crapped on me and booed me out of my own hometown. Um, I thought it was good. And but everything leading up to that was like crap. 
you know, like did she didn't vacate the title? Like she laid it down in the in the ring, but then it was vacated. Well, then Stephanie just handed it back to her, and then now she, you know, now they've added the stipulation with Becky and Charlotte, and I'm just like, this has been the most overbooked, convoluted storyline that I have oh, that I can remember. In re- yeah, recent history because there was just you know they just suffered from like I, I told Hill uh, husband the other night like they just pre peaked. You know, like there was just too much time between Royal Rumble and Mania. Like they couldn't drag it out that long. And they they showed, you know, like we talked about on the show. Remember when we were doing our Royal Rumble preview and um, I talked about, you know, there's a million different ways we can get to this triple threat. Because that's when we were just speculating that it was even going to be a triple threat, right? Like we still were like, oh my God, it's going to be Becky and Ronda, like head to head blood feud. Um, And I was like, there's a million ways that we can get to this triple threat match. Well, it's obvious because it feels like WWE just tried to like take all those million ways and like cram them in one, you know, storyline. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, like, let's see if this works. Let's see if this works. So she's suspended. She's unsuspended. She's injured. Well, she's cleared, but she's cleared, but she's got to, she's got to sign a document though. She says she won't sue. Well, she's going to be facing Rhonda. Now Rhonda's vacated the title. Like, I, I just can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't keep. So all that all like, that stuff oh, has happened in the last three weeks. Everything you just said. Yeah, it's ridiculous. They, yes. sh- they should have yes. kept let's them. Let's just remind ourselves. Go ahead. Yeah, I was saying, let's just remind ourselves that these are two SmackDown women who are fighting for the Raw Championship too. So <laughs> true. Yeah. You know. And uh, you know, all you had to do was just keep Becky and Ronda apart for three months and build this thing up. And so when we, we were foaming at the mouth to see them in the ring together, but yes. now they're you know f- fighting on Raw and SmackDown, just beating her with crutches on pay per view and. And, and and the reaction for Becky is less and less every single week. She's on the show every week, both shows. Yes, both shows. Yes, she's she's in a backstage, like asking people what she should do or talking like on SmackDown. I was just watching SmackDown again, just talking to some random guy in a suit, like with, with her crutch. Like, what what are you doing? Like, this isn't badass. Like, she's, no. she should be like the ultimate rebel. Like, she should not be. Uh, I don't know. It, it it just wasn't done right. It's going to be a good match either way with with Charlotte or without Charlotte and Charlotte Charlotte is the best part of this. I want Charlotte to win this yeah. thing so bad now. It just kills me. Yeah, it just kills me because they've done all of this and they've overbooked Charlotte and Becky and Ronda to the point where we're just like, I mean, I'm still let me be clear. I'm still very excited to see this match. Like these three amazing athletes and women in this ring are going to tear like tear down the house. I have no doubt about the the quality of the match that we're going to see. But I'm so tired of just waiting for it. And then not just waiting for it. Like I'm okay to wait, but just stop. Just stop the all the madness. You know, you have so you have you're overbooking this women's feud yet you've completely neglected your other women's champion oscar who hasn't who has barely made a blip of a freaking appearance on television since the royal rumble you know and so like what was the point of that like why couldn't you have both the feuds then you don't have to have becky and Rhonda and charlotte on every show both two times a week you know yeah yep it's 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 definitely a head scratcher and hopefully Hopefully they correct it going forward and just make this. I don't know. They're just going to do more. There's going to be a contract signing segment, on, you know, after this, you know, and all. You know, they're just going to like force it. it. Just like let it happen naturally. Let people want it. You know. Yeah. If I don't see either of, if I don't see any of the three of these women until 
WrestleMania, I would not be sad about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me miss them and let me like when their entrance music ha- like comes on, let me be like, oh my god, like I'm so ready for this. But we all know that's not going to happen. But it is, you know, wishful thinking, I suppose. Uh, so I have obviously Becky. I'm sure you have Becky as well. Yeah. Uh, the Glorious Ones versus Alistair and Ricochet versus the Revival for the prestigious Raw Tag Team Championship belts. Man, I've been looking forward to this match for a long time. Been man, when you think about some of the biggest triple threat tag team matches of all time, this one comes. I guess the Glorious Ones turned heel. Well, it's yeah, was that was that knows? a heel turn? Well, can, well, also, can we address the fact that? Alistair and Ricochet aren't even like a real tag team too. So, I mean, what? Yeah. What is this? You know? Yep. Um, this should be a pre-show match. hundred percent. Yes. 100% agree. Yeah. If they would put Andrade and Ray in this spot and then put um, this match in the pre-show. Um, I mean, it's going to be great. We know all, all six of these men are incredible athletes, incredible workers. Um, it's gonna, it's probably gonna be a lot of fun to watch. But it really, I, I don't care about who wins the titles. I think, in my opinion, um, I think the revival are gonna retain. I don't think there's any reason for them to to not retain at this point. I think it would be a little uh, preemptive to put the titles on Ricochet and Alistair right off the bat, especially considering, like I've I've stated before and I'll state it again, like I I don't like them as a tag team. They're not even a real tag team. They have separate entrance music. They don't like I I if they do, it's just gonna be to simply get them over. Like that's gonna be the only reason to give them the titles. But I think that I think the revival can retain because they've been Alistair and Ricochet beat them back to back, so hopefully they get their comeuppance at uh, at Fast Lane. I'm gonna go off the rails. I'm gonna say AOP comes out and beats the shit out of all <laughs> six of them, and we have a four way tag team match at WrestleMania. Anything is possible. So yeah, that's the um, only thing that would make less sense than actually having a normal match. But yeah, yeah it I, will be fun. I mean, these are like you said, these are six talented guys. These guys can all go. I mean, you have so much talent. These are, you know, you got a couple, you know, four of these guys are, you know, possible singles champions down the road, and they're in a tag team match here that nobody cares about. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, it is pretty crazy. And I think, you know, we will look back on, you know, this match where we're like, oh my God, do you remember when like Bobby Roode and, you know, <laughs> Chad Gable were a tag team, you know, or like yeah. when Alistair and Ricochet were a tag team that time? I think that's, that's the way that we're going to, we're going to look at these guys. The Besties versus the Usos for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships in uh, the Miz's hometown of Cleveland. Yeah. What happens here? Um. Well, I think um, I think the Usos are going to go over. So I'm going to go ahead and give my prediction. Um, I think this is the perfect opportunity for Miz to turn heel on uh, Shane. I mean, because Miz is going to be the Miz is going to be the heel in this situation. He's always the heel. Um, heel Miz is the only way to be. I don't. I don't even want to imagine a world where there's like a a babyface Miz. Um, but he's in Cleveland in his hometown. I think this would be the perfect place for him to just like heal off and uh, you know turn on Shane to set them up for some sort of mania bout that we know. I mean, Shane's not going to miss his opportunity to um, you know show up at Mania. Yeah, I agree. This is a ideal situation to split them up. I don't know what they do with the Usos at um, at WrestleMania. I'm sure they'll put them with the Bar or with the New Day or something. But um, I think uh, I think that uh, it would be cool to see the Usos face the Hardy Boys. Oh man, yeah, that yeah. would be cool. 
yeah, we uh, it's not something that we've seen before, and it, I think it would just breathe like fresh, fresh new life uh, into them. Because I mean, the Usos they're like the best tag team ever, in my opinion. But uh, I think it would be super cool for them to to face the Hardy Boys at Mania. When was the last time there was a? This is good, good uh, trivia. The last time there was a brothers versus brothers tag team championship match, like two actual brothers versus two actual brothers. Oh man, that's a good think. trivia I question. Even think. I don't know. The first thing that comes to mind is I, Brett Nolan for some reason. This is what I need. This is what I need a heel husband for. Heel husband has like the most encyclopedic memory. Like he would he would be able to like spout if there is an answer to this, like brother versus brother versus brother versus brother. Like I, I feel like he would be like the one to be, just be like, oh, it's it was this this in 1992 on an episode of like main event. And I'm like, what? Like he's he's like crazy like that. I'll have to ask him. Nice. Uh, yeah, that's it's. I can't think of. Can you think of another off the top of your head, like a tag team of brothers besides uh, these guys? I don't know. I have to pull up the Google machine. You got anything? No, I'm just. I'm. I'm googling a, a video. What of about Hulk. what about Kane? Kane and Undertaker. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's we're keeping it kayfabe here. I just pulled up a video of Hogan saying uh, "brother" for ten hours straight. It's literally a ten-hour YouTube video of just Hogan saying "brother." Rick and Scott Steiner. Oh, there you go. Yeah, against uh, were this were the Head Shrinkers brothers? No. Let's let's see. So we got the Steiner brothers, the Wild Samoans were actual brothers. We got oh. How did we forget uh, uh, Cody Rhodes and Goldust? We oh. had Stardust and Goldust. Okay. Yeah. They probably the they probably fought the Usos at one point. Mm-hmm. The uh, Hardy Boys. Yeah. Those, and then obviously like Brett and Owen. Um, brother, 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 brother. But yeah, so there's been a lot. What about the Bludgeon Brothers? Can we count them? No. <laughs> How many matches do they wrestle? They got they got uh, some pretty sweet elite figures out of the deal, but. Oh, and I'm totally, um, I'm going to get my butt kicked for um, not mentioning the Young Bucks, but I was thinking like straight, like, you know, big, big promotion. But yeah, the the Young Bucks. Are they actual brothers? Yeah, okay. not Storyline Brothers. Not they story are. Yeah, they brothers. are real, real brothers. Nice, nice. Uh, okay, so uh, speaking of the Wild Samoans, we got the Mild Samoans. Face- oh, good transition. That was good. <laughs> facing off against the Boss and the Hug Connection. And a oh, uh, a match we'll be telling our grandkids about for the women's tag team titles. Yeah. Um, so I watched, they didn't make the Hulu cut, but I got caught up on it. And it appears that on Monday, uh, Tamina pins Sasha, which is really the only um, the only real... Tamina pins? Wait, wait, wait. How did I miss this? Was this not in the Hulu version? No, yeah, it didn't make the Hulu cut. Of course. So, Thank uh, you. Yeah, I... Thank you, Hulu, so much. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tweet them tomorrow so I didn't, I didn't have to see that. Yeah, so Tamina got the uh, Tamina pin Sasha, and it's really the only time they've proven that they may possibly be a threat to, um, you know, get the get the titles at at Fastlane. But yeah, I'm glad they're doing it now. I, I'll, I'll, let me put a positive spin on this. I'm glad they're doing the Mild Samoans versus Boston Hug Connection at Fastlane versus dragging this out to Mania uh, because I think that. Uh, Sasha and Bailey definitely deserve better better opponents at Mania. Maybe someone like Trish and Lita. And if you're not going to go like legend status, I think uh, even someone like uh, Fire and Desire, you know, like Mandy and Sonya, I think would be would oh, be, that'd good. be cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of Mandy, wow, listen to me with the transitions, man. That should be an AM radio. Mandy Rose, <laughs> Mandy Rose taking on Oscar, who she somehow beat uh, a couple weeks ago, and Oscar beat. Uh, 
Becky Lynch, so that just it's so facto means Mandy Rose is better than Becky Lynch. I mean, wrestle maths. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you had a good question on the script here. Will Mandy last over three minutes? No, it's going to be straight up squash. Uh, I, I have no, I mean, no, no offense to Mandy Rose, but this is like their opportunity. Like they have to do something to build since they have dropped the ball so hard on Oscar. They have to do something that's going to allow her to look like a freaking badass that she is. So I think she's going to, and, and Mandy Rose has built herself up to be a worthy competitor, but I think Oscar's going to squash her just to make a point, you know? Yeah, I can see that. I just don't know who Oscar faces at WrestleMania. That Do has... you want me to tell you what the, what the rumors are? Of course. Yeah. That's what oh I'm here for. my God. The oh, no. rumors, the rumors are that Oscar is going to be facing, hold on to your. Sonya Deville. Don't say Sonya Deville. No, hold on to your underwear, freaking Lacey Evans oh, at Wrestle no. Freaking Mania. Yeah, they said. Oh, I was reading that the heel heat that uh, Lacey's gotten, like coming out and doing her little walking shtick, um, as has really you know grown, and they they see potential in her. And I'm like, but we haven't even seen her wrestle. Like the the live audience or the people who just watch Raw and SmackDown have not seen Lacey even wrestle. Do you know what I'm saying? Like. She's had a couple of botched promo, and then she had a like botched uh, rumble appearance. I'm like, ah. do you think the person that hates Elias loves uh, Lacey Evans? It's got to be the same person. <laughs> it has to. It definitely has to. Maybe they'll maybe they'll have um, you know Elias like play Lacey Evans's entrance music or something. It's you it's, know it's crazy that I mean you have to be pissed off if you're somebody on smackdown if you know someone that's hasn't even wrestled a match that's done nothing to deserve a payday on the biggest card of the year gets a title shot against you know one of the biggest badasses on the planet yeah i totally agree and again maybe they're just i mean i don't know i mean obviously we don't know what they see in her i have watched her wrestle before and she's not my cup of tea like i don't know maybe one of these days down the road i've said that about a lot of people and then you know i've come around to loving them i said that about the new day when the new day first came out i despised the new day i was like oh my god this power of positivity stuff is like on my nerves and now i love them you know and i've loved them for years i don't i don't feel like it's going to be that way with Lacey evans but i hate to like discount anybody straight from the straight off the jump when they haven't even had the chance to wrestle, which is probably not her fault. I don't want to put this on a personal level. It's probably not her fault, but you cannot give this lady a freaking match against the champ at wrestle freaking mania. People pay thousands of dollars for seats at WrestleMania. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah. you cannot give them this Bobo garbage. Well, I mean, people have to go to the bathroom at some point. But against Oscar, you want him to go to the bathroom against the women's champ? No, like that's hell no. that's what no. the uh, you know that's what those you know multi man tags that are for or the like the um, yeah you know the uh, battle royal that's what that's for. But yeah, Oscar deserves better. I, I mean, that's just rumors. That could totally not end up being what happens. But if it does, I'm going to be extremely disappointed. In our main event, Kevin Owens gets a shot at Daniel Bryan because why not? He hasn't wrestled in a year. Uh, but uh, New Day getting involved seems to be a given, and I feel like we're setting up for a, a Kofi title match. We talked about it last week. Uh, how do you see this whole thing playing out? It was it was pretty obvious this week after SmackDown that Kevin Owens is working as, as the face. You know, had a great mm-hmm. you know, promo against Daniel Bryan to start SmackDown. Uh, what, what do you see happening here? 
I'm excited. I honestly like. Yes, I would. I would. I want Kofi to keep getting built, which I think is obviously why they're putting Kevin Owens here instead of they're, they. They learn. Hopefully, they learn from their mistake with Ronda and Becky, right? Like they're they're letting Kofi cool off for a minute, letting us, you know, foam at the mouth, waiting for him to get his, you know, match against Daniel Bryan. I think this is the perfect way to reintroduce. Kevin Owens, um, it's a big, it's a big match. It's got big stakes. I think Daniel Bryan and Kevin Owens are going to put on a hell of a, a hell of a show. Both these guys are amazing. Um, so I think it's going to be awesome. Um, I, I love their segment too. Their segment on Tuesday where they were going back and forth, um, and they were just like playing off of each other. I don't know how much of it was scripted or how much of it was off the cuff, but I feel like they did a really good job just playing off of each other. Um, and I, I think here's my thoughts. Okay, I'm going for Daniel Bryan. I think Daniel Bryan is going to win because it doesn't make sense for him to drop the title so soon before WrestleMania. But I don't think he's going to pin Kevin Owens because that doesn't make sense either. Because why would you have Kevin Owens lose on his first like big big match back, right? So I think KO is going to win by disqualification. Rowan getting involved, um, as we know he's going to. They've already had a little spat out on SmackDown on Tuesday, so KO and Rowan have already went back and forth. So I think um, I think it would be damaging for KO if he loses clean to Daniel Bryan, and I think they're going to protect him. So I think it, I think Rowan's going to factor in for sure. And then we're going to get Kofi and Daniel Bryan at Mania. I think Roman factors into this match. I was thinking Sami Zayn. You think Sami Zayn factors in to help KO? Or, or or do the opposite and set up a Owen Sami Zayn match at WrestleMania. That's what I would love to see. This guy's Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Give him something to do and gets him out of the title picture, so Yeah, I could see that too. That's a good call. That's a good call. Yeah. And we got a lot of guys that need to come back, but I don't know if any of them will before WrestleMania. We t- we keep talking about that every single week, but Bray and Luke, <laughs> Luke Harper. What you think what do you think about um oh, what's his name? Rowan's Rowan's new finishing move with the grabbing the skull, the skull like skull slam or whatever. Slam. Yeah. They, yeah. I can't. What, I can't remember what they called it. It was it the skull slam. I can't remember. But um, I was impressed. I mean, I don't, I wouldn't want to take that. <laughs> so, we, need, we need a good like recycling term for that. Like. Uh, yeah, we need an eco-friendly term. Yeah, he could be, he could be the recyclops or something. <laughs> you know. Recyclops. Oh, man. But, yeah, I, I think this is going to shape up. I think it's just going to be one of those classic times when I'm hoping that WWE, um, you know, they, they over-deliver on a pay-per-view that's not not looking like it's going to be that great. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like they've done that a lot the past couple months, and um, I'm excited to see where all this goes. And hopefully, I mean, it definitely feels like we're on the road to WrestleMania now. You know, it hasn't felt like that. Like, they've been saying it for, like, months, like, ever, ever since the Rumble, but it legitimately feels like we're on the road to WrestleMania now. I don't know. You're, you're I don't know. You, I don't think this card has the, I guess you're more optimistic than me. I don't know. This match is going to set up, this card is going to set up some matches for WrestleMania, but I'm not too excited about any, I mean, besides the Becky Charlotte match should be good. I mean, there should be some good matches, but... I don't know. Oh, sure. Yeah, I think uh, not necessarily this, the pay-per-view setting us up to be on the road to WrestleMania. Obviously, there's going to be, there's there's things that are going to come out of this that are going to lead to WrestleMania matches. But I'm just saying, like, Raw and SmackDown, like, the whole, like, Batista, Triple H, like, all these things, you know, Joe winning the title. Like, there's a lot of things that are coming together right now that make it feel more important, right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, Sunday, this is going to be... 
like you said, interesting to see how some of these matches shape up, who comes back, and if any titles change hands here. I think we, like you said, I think we see the besties splitting up. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, hit us up with your fast lane predictions as well. You can tweet us. You can uh, hit us up on email, askchickfoley at gmail.com. But that's our fast lane preview. Let's get into our go figure segment. Here we go. Money talk. Go figure is our weekly segment where Sheena and I talk about our purchases, both wrestling figures and miscellaneous. And uh, one of my favorite segments of the show because I get to hang out here in the basement and talk about all the stuff I spent money on. Sheena, you go first because I have an announcement with my wrestling figure uh, purchases about our big giveaway. weeks where we've gotten some heavy hitters but it's just been like light on quantity but um this past couple weeks have been pretty pretty heavy over here and i think i like i don't know if it was like me unlocking again the chick-fil-a powers at work here i was talking about how i haven't found anything on the pegs in like i mean months and months and months and months and then all of a sudden we're like scooping figs like left and right locally and i just like holy crap like i need to put more things out into the universe apparently because this this thing is working um but we did manage to grab the neca turtle like the classic ninja turtle two packs i don't know if you guys have seen those are not wrestling figures but they are freaking awesome um so we got those we posted pictures on the on the instagram account so make sure you check those out our guy shout out to our man shampoo model he's at shampoo model on instagram he hid them for us at target um and i went to pick them up and somebody had already found so he he stashed all four and somebody had already found the two that they wanted and like took them like he hid them behind some other toys um and it like so i i got two packs and then he went back again and found the one that we were missing. So shout out to him. And we, we gifted him, um, the elite 63 dusty roads figure, um, just as a, as a thank you for like pounding the streets for us. And like always being like, always being on the lookout. Cause he's always hitting us up whenever he, um, you know, sees stuff out and like, guys, that's, that's one of the biggest tips that I have is just like connect with local connectors and get out together and like, you know, you got to form your own street team if you're trying to score these figures, you know, because we can't all be in all the places at once. Um, but if we divide and conquer, you know, we'll, we'll find all the things that we need. So anyway, so we got those NECA turtle two packs. Um, we got, um, a, uh, customs. Oh my gosh. Our customs from the mad reaper. I did an Instagram story on those. Um, I'll try to post it in the highlights so you guys can see if you didn't. Um, but we got mad Re- is at mad underscore reaper underscore studio. So check him out. Uh, freaking amazing. But we got a custom Muda figure, a gangrel and a Raven. Oh um, man, that gangrel is sick looking dude. Oh my gosh. And it, I mean, it looks even better than I had anticipated when it was like becoming like in my mind and then watching him, like he does like uh, progress photos, like as he's creating the figures, you know, and then when he was making like the ruffled shirt and like the sleeves, like, oh my gosh. Like, who, who is this guy? I'm sorry to interrupt you. Is he on Instagram? I need to follow him immediately. Oh yeah, for sure. So he, he, we call him the mad reaper, but it's at mad M A D underscore reaper R E A P E R underscore studios so yeah custom i mean just like he just does this as like you know like a side hobby like he is just an incredible artist um the detail on his figures is unfreaking believable so he's also the one who made our um our elite mattels so the one you know our um 
Cody Kenny, the Bucks, uh, Marty, Hangman, like he made all of those for us. So um, again, he's, if you're looking for customs, you know, we don't do a, a ton of customs, but um, you know, there's some figures that like, you just know, like you're never going to to find them, you know, like they're never going to be made. You're never going to find them. Um, and if you're looking for quality work, like he, he's amazing. So we got those. Um, and then we got guys, this just came in the mail today. Um, it's elite one undertaker elite series one. You Whoa, guys. Elite one. <laughs> yeah. So this guy has been in his plastic prison for 10 years. <laughs> so it's going to be, I'm sorry, you guys, like I'm going to do an unboxing mania on it and it's going to be like a snuff film. Like, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like the, the, uh, MOC collectors are going to be like clutching their pearls and like passing out, you know? Um, but yeah, elite series one undertaker. And it's wow. just like your classic, like undertaker. Oh my God. So amazing. We'll post pictures of it, um, on the feed. So be on the lookout for that. And then I'll do, I'll be doing an unboxing mania, but other than that, oh, we also scored a loose elite 20, uh, Chris Jericho. So we got that uh, from eBay and then Elite 65. We were out on the streets and we were hitting all the GameStops and we got Naya, uh, Roman, Rhonda, and Eric Young. Uh, Eric Young and Roman we got from Ringside and I was really pissed because I didn't think there was any way that we were going to see Elite 65 here on Island. And all of a sudden we go to GameStop and they're just like overflowing with with action figures on wow, Elite 65. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, the only one we didn't see was Eric Young. Um and they didn't have Rusev or uh, Aiden English, so they didn't have either one of those figures. But they did have like there were several Naya, um, Romans, and Rondas at at uh, GameStop. So definitely start checking there, you guys, if you're on the hunt for those figures. Also, just as speaking of GameStop, I was able to grab um, uh, one of our friends over in Australia, one of our Chick Fil A followers. He they don't have Retro Fest over there, so we were able to score the Retro Fest, and they were having their tax refund sale and all the clearance figures, which all like most all of the, um, retro fest were on clearance were 60% off. So they were like eight bucks, like so insane. So yeah, we got all four of those for him and shipped them out. So he'll be getting those soon. So yeah, if you're looking for those figures, hit up your freaking GameStops guys. Um, and, and don't just look in one place, you know, GameStops are like, they're freaking all over the place. Like you'll, you'll find wrestling figures in like four different places stashed in GameStop. So make sure you check the whole store because they, they don't have like just one little section for, for wrestling figures. I could do but, a whole, um, I could do a whole episode of how awful GameStop employees are. They think they are the shit. They're, they are, they're up there with Best Buy employees. I don't know, I don't know which one is worse or more self-entitled, but uh, I go in there and like, you know, the guy's like just spends like 40 minutes talking with somebody about video games and I'm like, hey man, you got this wrestling figure and it's just like, I can hear the, the, like the, the assholeness is just dripping from his like voice. Like, dude, come on, man. You can't just make fun of me because I like wrestling and you're talking about video games. Like, we're on the same level here, man. What? Are you kidding me? I've, I've never had a bad experience with GameStop employees ever. And really? even like he, it's not just it's not just a chick thing. It's not just because I'm a girl. Like he'll husband is the same way. Like all of the GameStop employees that I've ever come across have been like above and beyond. Like maybe you just have an asshole GameStop because ours, all the ones that I've been to, like they are like they're those nerd culture people. So they lo they love that kind of stuff. Like I mean, yeah. when I was when I was getting the original the neck the first neck of turtles that we got. Um, they like went to the back and like opened up a case. He's like, here, let me see. Oh, we have one that hasn't been scanned in yet. Let me go back here and like open it up for you. I was like, uh, thank you. You know? And, um, they're, yeah, they're always awesome too. I went to there, us. went there today and I was like, Hey, you get the new Ric Flair retro fest. He's like, 
no, we don't have it. I was like, oh, can you like, like he just, and we just stood there and stared at each other for a second. I was like, oh, can you check and like see if anyone else has it? Maybe he's like, I don't even know what I would like even look up, man. It's like what? Oh my god! What the fuck no. does that even mean? Like, just type it in, man. It's just like Google, right? I mean, they have like the Macho yeah. Man still. They has, they still have Shawn Michaels, and in every every uh, GameStop I go to. The Shawn Michaels one is it's twelve dollars here, then it's six dollars there, and then like, I don't know, it's it's all over the place. They they definitely don't know anything about uh, what they're doing. So yeah, the the wrestling figures are all over the place. But I I did receive word one of my buddies from the uh, Baltimore Elite Squad, Elite Squad. Shout out to my buddy Brandon Bentley. He found in Virginia the uh, the Ric Flair Retro Fest. So that's out there in the wild, and he's saying that the uh, GameStop employee he talked to says that they're only shipping them one at a time now, starting with Ric Flair, because of so much clearance and so much overstock on those figures that just are warming the peg. So take that for what it's worth. I know people have been finding multiple Hacksaw Jim Duggins, but uh, Ric Flair might be a little more limited. So, And I, I know you can't pre-order it uh, from what I've heard from people on Twitter. So uh, Ric Flair is starting to hit. It's not here in Maryland yet, but I know it's in a couple places in Virginia. So... Um, happy hunting for that that's a cool looking figure i'm really excited about the the mr perfect when that ever comes out but uh you know i'm with these retro fest i've i've always waited you know they're just seem to be hanging around for so long i don't hopefully rick flair does the same thing but uh yeah that's uh i mean i could see that happening because there has been like i feel like i mean though because the retro fest figures are all amazing so i don't know why they're you know why they're not flying off the shelves like some of the other figures that we've seen recently but um Hopefully that's not true about Ric Flair, but um, if it is, <laughs> we'll like I said, form together, pound the streets, and um, get it because that that figure is going to be dope with him in the red robe. Um, it's going to be so awesome. I'm gonna have to take like a figure in me, like you know how they do like the mommy and me matching outfits. Like I have that red. <laughs> oh, you do? Red, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that red robe. So I'm gonna have to take a take a figure or a figure photo with that. But um, the last thing we got was Elite 66 KO. We got the Chase, so it's got like the KO Mania shirt, and then he's got like the Yep, Yep, Yep movement um, shirt that comes along with him. So we got that, and um, NXT Series Four will be doing an unboxing Mania on that this week too. So stay, so stay tuned for that. On the Patreon page, nice yeah, Elite 66. That's ah uh, man, that was a, that's a tough series. I still haven't seen that around anywhere. Is that the Sensational Sherry's with the 65 or 66? I well, 65. I think she's sixty-five. I think yeah. I think Sherry's sixty-five, but she's an exclusive though. Yeah, she's um, Walmart. So, yeah, so yeah. Um, yeah, that's I haven't not I have not seen any of these figures. I mean, we got the Bludgeon Brothers. Um, I haven't seen any of these figures on on shelves anywhere here. Uh, so is that that was a pretty big haul for you? That's that was nice. Yeah, yeah. it was. It was like I said. It's been a it's been a good week over here. And you. D- you mentioned oh, that you mentioned the young buck LGNs at the beginning of the show. Shout out to I, LJN. Is that what you're going to say? Yeah, I was. I totally like because I've talked about it at the top of the show. But uh, yeah, definitely, I cannot forget about copping those uh, young bucks LJNs. Like I said, LJN. They're they're starting a new. They're starting the new lines. So they put these figures out and they sent them out and they're making them. They just wanted to see what the interest was. They didn't even know like if there was going to be a demand for something like this, right? So they they put they put it together, they freaking nailed the packaging. Um they they said that they're going to continue working on the product and, you know, continue making tweaks and improvements and stuff, but they're just getting started. Like they're literally just scratching the surface. Um but they like guys, if you see these anywhere, like, you know, 
demand them, get them, because like I said, that's how they decide whether they're going to make more. And they they can make all the elite figures, uh, like, you know, a- AEW elite, not like Mattel elite. I know it's confusing, but they can make all like, you know, the Bucks and Kenny and all those guys. And they have Legends licenses so that we can get Legends LJN. So there has to be a demand. So if you see oh, these shit. and you've nice. even been thinking about getting them, go cop them, um, show them that there is a demand for these figures. And um, I think I think you will really love them. They just definitely hit you in the, in the nostalgia feels. Hey, you didn't even know they were coming, right? Didn't they message you and slip in your DMs and say, hey, you get a package coming or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, slid right into the DMs and was like, hey, check your tracking. And I was like, what? <laughs> um, so, yeah, big shout out to those guys for, nice. um, you know, feeling us worthy over at the, at the Chick Foley fam of getting an early release of those figures because, um, you know, super grateful, always appreciative anytime anyone, you know, hooks us up like that. So thanks again, guys. For sure. We also saw, before I get into my uh, purchases and my uh, the giveaway, we'll talk about it. I know people are wanting to hear about that. Uh, they did at the, I think it was a Las Vegas Toy Expo, we saw a Liv Morgan Elite, which oh, uh, which looks almost too real. It looks like too, it, it's so, the face is so good, it's almost like scary. It is, and it's really, I mean, which is good for women figures, right? Like it, traditionally, WWE has screwed up women's face scans. And Sasha. They, <laughs> Sasha. <laughs> poor Sasha. Her first Elite figures, man. I mean, they've gotten better. Um, but her first elite was just like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm glad I'm leaving the glasses on this figure because she has like wonky eyes and like the scan, the paint, everything was screwed up. But yeah, they nailed that Liv Morgan figure and I'm super pumped for it. Now we just need Sarah Logan. We have a nice little female faction happening, you know? Oh man. If Sarah Logan gets a figure anytime soon. She should. I mean, I don't know why she wouldn't if they've already made oh, Ruby and yeah, Liv Morgan. And she's made to be a figure, too. Like, she's just got that look, like the braids and the, you know, the, the war paint. Yeah, I do um, like that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited for her to get a figure. But, yeah, that, that elite Liv, like, her paint job and her pants and the, you know, the, what do you call those things? The shoulder, the overall straps? What are those things called? Oh, I, don't know. I have no idea. Oh my gosh, Gil, you're about? a man. You should wear those. You, like, overall dudes, straps? You know, like they clip on. They're not actual overall straps. Oh my Jesus God. Christ. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I gotta Google Sarah Logan. No, not Sarah Logan, Liv Morgan. Oh, oh, suspenders. I'm sorry. Suspenders, I'm sorry. yes. <laughs> it's, a, oh, it's later here. Come on, give me some, give me a break, man. It's you know. Dude, I could not. That word was nowhere. I was in, trying to like, think of trying to think of something like Sarah Logan wears. Like I don't wear anything that Sarah Logan wears. This is weird. No, I can't. That word was like totally escaping me. Suspenders, yeah. suspenders. Oh my yeah. gosh, yeah. So yeah, they they nailed every all the details on her. So I'm excited. Nice. Um... All right, so my purchases, I'm going to start with, I, I don't, I'm going to say this without sounding like an asshole. I, I have lost track of how many NXT elites I've purchased. I've bought so many of them in the last week. Uh, we've, we have it down to a science, and I've hooked up multiple of our uh, Patreon members. I know Dennis Montesano, I've, I'm sending him. I think a Liv Morgan, Tyler Bollinger, uh, he has a... Liv a, Morgan? No. A Ruby Riot? Oh, man, see, it is late. Ruby Riot. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, Tyler is getting a Kurt Hawkins Elite and a couple other, I think, uh, 
Christopher Dean, I just sent a uh, another Ruby Riot. Uh, he's going to get that pretty soon too. So I'm hooking up people for sure. I have a a bunch that I've purchased, and, and mainly for for buddies kind of in the area. But uh, I've been I've been really lucky there. I also got a uh, Berserker Hasbro Berserker in the mail from my, my buddy Andy Brown, and he is on uh, Instagram. I'll pull that up in a second. I forget his Instagram handle, but uh, also received a uh, a couple of the retros loose. You know, I, you've always yelled at me about these these Mattel retros, and I gotta let them breathe. So now I'm going back and buying them all loose and spending a lot of money. So I got uh, the Ultimate Warrior and Brock Lesnar uh, loose. So uh, that that collection is still hurting my pocketbook. So, uh, but the the biggest pickup of the week was a Pete Dunn Elite. So I already have one. This is a second one, and here's what we're gonna do, Sheena. We are going to give this figure away to our Patreon listeners on April 1st, okay, is where we're going to announce the winner. Is this an April Fool's joke? We have to establish oh, shit. that. No, this is not, this is not <laughs> a April Fool's joke. Let's, yeah, let's do it. Maybe let's do it April 3rd because that's when we'll record the podcast. So April 3rd. Um, everyone that is currently, and we've had, since we started recording the show, we've had a person sign up for Patreon, uh, Chase burnout inc i'm sure that's not your real name but um you are a new patreon member so he he is the last one everyone who is currently a patreon member you are entered into this contest uh for example bob zegler is a ten dollar patreon member he will get not only 10 spots into this so picture a picture a giant ball with uh with uh, ping pong balls inside of it or, you know, kind of a raffle type of thing. So we're going to have everyone is going to be entered into this drawing for this Pete Dunn figure. You don't have to spend any extra money. Your membership as a Patreon gets you automatically entered. Anyone who is currently a Patreon member uh, gets however, whatever your level is on Patreon, you get that many balls uh, into the into the entry. Is this making Question. sense what I'm are saying? We, are, we, are we letting Vince McMahon... Pull the ball out of the tumbler. Oh no, no, he can't, he can't even that, he can't even read. Uh, yeah. So I, I want to reward our current Patreon members. So they're going to get double double points. So if you're a ten dollar Patreon member, you're going to get twenty entries into this Made drawing. Yes. If you're a five dollar Patreon, you'll get ten. If you're a one dollar Patreon, you will get two. Uh, you are welcome to up your Patreon subscription for the month and then go back down. I do not care. If you're a $5 person, if you want to get double the entries to get this Pete Dunn figure, hop up to $10 and then go back down if you want. I think you'll probably stay because you'll enjoy the unboxing videos and all the other stuff we have to offer. Uh, but anybody who signs up for Patreon from now until April 3rd is also entered into this drawing. Okay, They don't get the double points that all the current Patreon folks get. Um, but we'll do this drawing on April 3rd. We'll pay for shipping. You'll get the figure um and hopefully the people that listen to this for the first time will stick around and listen to our bonus episodes and our read some of our articles on patreon uh we're posting in more and more stuff there so that'll be cool a lot of, like i mentioned before a lot of the patreon subscribers that we do have we've been helping find figures that some of these folks haven't seen pete dunn or any of these nxt elites at their stores so we want to help them out and we're doing that for no extra cost. I'm just, you know, charging you shipping and whatever the figure costs. You know, most people it's like thirty bucks. I'm charging them, you know, the shipping, a dollar maybe for gas and and the figures. You know, that's all I'm charging these people. So I've had some asshole. I've I've had ninety percent positive uh, reinforcement on Twitter, except for a couple people that are basically saying, 
This is an exact tweet from somebody named at Mozzarella Sticks saying, I understand your war on scalpers. They suck. Am I correct in thinking that you think it's better to take the figures off the shelf away from a local kid or a collector as long as it doesn't land in the hands of a scalper? This guy is really, really worried about the people in my area. And I told him, I don't care about those people. It's like if you grab the last Diet Coke off the shelf, do you care that somebody else is not going to get a Diet Coke? I don't give a shit. I care about the people that listen to this show and I care about the people in the fig community. Uh, and that's it. I'm not trying to make a profit off of this and, uh, I'll get off of my soapbox for now. Cause I feel like I've been talking for a while, but this is a cool giveaway. We're going to give away this Pete Dunn figure. A lot of people can't find it. I found an extra one and I want to give it away to people that, you know, might not be able to get a chance to buy it. And I've seen the prices on eBay. It's like upwards of $150 at this point. That That's insane. That's like, I mean, I, to whoever is out there paying those prices, like I, I hate that for you. I wish you. I mean, if you got the if you got the freaking ducats, I mean, go for it. Yeah, of but, course. Um, but I mean, if you can avoid it, shit. Yeah, by all means. But yeah, that Pete Dunn figure. Um, I actually unboxed it recently too. So if you're already over there, um, and you're one of our Chick Foley fam, make sure you check that out because I did unbox it for you guys and gave you guys a close up look. It is a super dope, dope fig. Cool. So spread the word if you're listening to this uh, that we are giving away that Pete Dunn figure. And like I said, we're going to reward everyone that's a current Patreon subscriber so you guys get double entries into the drawing. So uh, besides that, um, I, you know, I found a couple NXT elites here and there. It's been a pretty good setup. And I have a good a couple stores that I don't I don't know what it is. They've I have stores that almost every single week are getting a new delivery of these things. And you know, listen to the guys at Fully Posable. Those guys are out hunting nonstop, and their stores haven't gotten NXT elite since like October, November. Yeah, you know, the, the I don't system, know what the deal is with the with the West Coast, man. I feel like they're they're pounding the pavement over there, and they're not getting they're not getting anything. It's pretty insane. Yeah, the system is flawed, and and the the major brothers brought up. I don't know if you listen to their podcast religiously. I, I I'm in my car all day, so I, I I enjoy their podcast as much as it's mostly about just all the stuff that they've bought yeah. and traded for eight by ten signed. Yeah, pictures. they got a good. Yeah, they got they have a really good podcast. They do, um, but they were talking about how people are complaining about these, uh, exclu- you know, store exclusives, and they need to stop crying about stuff. If you know, if you if you don't want to deal with the hustle, go collect Coke cans or something. And I and I understand that. Like part of the enjoyment right now is finding these things in the wild. You know, and yeah. for me, it's easy to say because Sheena, they're around. I can see them. Uh, people, there's other people in the stores trying to get them at the same time, but I know I've seen them come back in stock for these guys on the West coast and other places around the country. It sucks because they haven't gotten anything. So it's like, you can't really enjoy the hunt if there's nothing out there to, to eat. Yeah. I mean, like I said, before this past like couple weeks, like it's been like that for us for, I mean, years, quite honestly. Um, but yeah, it does kind of take, but I mean, like I said, I've been a collector of all sorts for a majority of my life and that's not exclusive to the wrestling figure collector community. That is, that is anything that comes out that is collectible, that is highly valued, that people want. I mean, it's going to be like that. There's going to be chaos. There's going to be, you know, a, a markup. There's going to be scalpers, um, things like that. So, I mean, if, if you're into collecting, like, it's just one of those things you just got to know, you know, and it sucks and it's not, you know, I'm doing my little quote fingers here. It's not fair, but, you know, it's it's part of it, you know, and it's hopefully Mattel gets their shit together and it gets better. But um, at the same time, like, don't let it keep you from enjoying 
figure collecting or the figures that you have, you know what I'm saying? Like go on eBay and find some older stuff that's on your list, you know, stuff that you need to round out your collection. And these newer things, they're going to be like the flavor of the week. And guess what? They're going to be out and about and around on eBay, like in six months, eight months, 10 months, right? They're still going to be there. They're not going anywhere. I mean, like I said, I just copped a freaking series one, undertaker right so these figures aren't going anywhere they will be available people will fall on hard times and that's what happened with this with this undertaker hard 30 times, bucks baby yeah this guy fell on hard times was liquidating his collection and then i got an elite series one for 30 bucks so oh, just 30 stay bucks vi- oh shit okay yeah, damn yeah yeah so stay vigilant stay out there like you know find some stuff like that you that's not the most popular right now, but don't let it kill your kill your excitement for for figure collecting. I'm telling people on Twitter are are they have to be mad at me as as many figures that I'm finding, and it's not just me. I have these this group of guys that I'm friends with on Facebook now, and we, you know we've become pretty good friends. We've been hanging out. We're all gonna get together for WrestleMania and watch it together. But you know we've had a system set up where we all have you know six of us are checking stores and checking Pop Finder and. Brick Seek and kind of working together. And one of our Patreon subscribers, Bob Zegler, you can follow him on Instagram, Kodak underscore tech underscore. Uh, he, he gave me a shout out in my DMs and said, dude, I found it. I found a couple guys in the Chicago area. We're kind of doing the same thing that you're doing in Baltimore. It's been helping out a lot. So thanks for the thanks for the heads up on the podcast last week. And, and that's what we, we have to do. And we have to kind of work together. You got to find people in your local area. If you see somebody in the store, kind of hanging out around the wrestling figures say hey man what are you looking for what do you need and you know twitter and instagram are perfect for that if i find extra stuff i'm gonna i'm gonna end up buying it and you know somebody can paypal you in 30 seconds you can get the money to them and ship it out and everyone's happy man i'd rather it be in the hands of somebody that i quote unquote know you know i don't know half of mm-hmm. these people i don't even know you i've never met you before sheena so you could be a serial killer i don't know but um, you know, I'd rather help people out that I, I interact with every day on Twitter and Instagram and that are looking for these things. I don't care about the people in my local area. They should have been at the store at nine in the morning, like I am, waiting at the electronics counter for these things to get off the truck. You know, it's simple yeah. as that. Yeah, for sure. Um, it, it. I mean, it is what it is. Anytime you're you're looking for something that's valuable, I mean, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to hunt and fight people for it, and that's just that's just the way of the world. So. On that note, is that all you got, Phil? You had a pretty good, pretty good haul, even though most of it wasn't for you. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, I will continue to shop for the Patreon subscribers, the people that listen to our show. I can't guarantee that I'm gonna, always going to have this abundance of figures come into my area, but if I do, I posted a Ruby Riot on Twitter right before the show, and somebody's going to buy it, and uh, I'm going to, you know, send it to them this weekend, and, and that's how it's going to be. If I if I can help people out, that's what I want to do. I'm, I can't guarantee it's going to be this way forever, but uh, hopefully you guys stick around and enjoy some of the extra content and stuff like that. So that's my haul for this week. Uh, it was pretty pretty fun. And uh, let's get into our random merch of the week. We've had a couple weeks, Sheena, where you've had some pretty expensive merch. Hopefully this is a little more friendly for the wallet here. This is super friendly for the wallet. This is actually um – a Goldberg official, officially signed, autographed TV guide. I know we have a lot of um, millennials that are listening to this that may not know what the hell a TV guide is. They're like, "What is a TV guide?" Um, this is this was like your your TV Bible. Like you got this, and it told you 
it was like, you know, there's a guide channel on your, um, on your cable where you can see like what's on or, you know, your Netflix home screen where you can see what's available for streaming. Like this was that, but it was in like a little catalog, like a little small <laughs> book that was probably like, what, like eight by six inches, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they always di featured different, like, you know, celebrities and stuff on the cover. Well, they did a wrestling series and they had, um, you know, I think uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Goldberg, like, you know, a, a bunch of different wrestlers on uh, on the TV guide. And so this one is available on eBay for 99 cents. So if you're a Goldberg, Mark, like, it's pretty freaking cool. It's, it's like I got a couple days left, I think. But um, 99 cents if you just uh, Google Goldberg signed TV guide. So um, it's pretty cool. It hit me in the, in the nostalgia feels because um, I just remember at my grandpa's house, like, there was always a TV guide on the coffee table and you didn't move it. Or you would like, I mean, if you lost a TV guy, like that was a quick way to get your ass busted, you know, yeah. because, oh, yeah. um, because then how, how the hell would you know what time wheel of fortune was coming on on Wednesday if you didn't, uh, have a TV guide? Yeah. You had to watch the one channel that scrolled through the, uh, all the channels super slowly and had to wait and see what time something came on TV. It was pretty, it was hard times back in the day. Oh, true. Man. Well, and that was, I mean, that was even an upgrade the TV. The TV guide has been around even before like the guide channel, like the guide yeah. channel was when the TV guide went electronic, you know? Um, but the TV guide has been around even before that, but yeah, that, that slow scrolling TV guide channel. And if you missed it, God forbid, if you blinked or had to go pee and you missed the, the section of the channel you were going to go into, like that was the worst. Oh man. I remember like back in the day when I tried to like catch the score of like an Oreo game at the, on the bottom, bottom line yeah. of like ESPN before the internet. And oh man, yeah. I missed it. Damn it. If you haven't figured it out yet, um, Things have changed a lot. I don't want to say Phil and I are ancient because we're really not that old, but like technology, like in in our lifetime, technology has come like an insane, right? Like yeah. an insane. More so, way more so than our, our parents, I feel like, because. Oh, yeah. In the last 20 years, I feel like technology has just like skyrocketed and like there's no there's no limit in sight like to what the possibilities are. So, yeah, guys, and like freaking just like 15 years ago, people were using TV guides. So just know that it's not really that long ago. <laughs> I remember um, being a kid and when the Orioles played like the Angels on the West Coast, there was a, num a phone number in the newspaper that I'd have to call and find out the score of the Oreo game because it was, you know, it was too late for them to post, you know, post the results in the, the newspaper because it printed, you know, probably like midnight or something. And, oh, yeah. uh, you know, TV, TV was no, of no help. So, uh, this, you know, it's people, people, people have it pretty lucky. Now my kid can watch a movie on a computer in his lap in the car. Uh, oh yeah, my favorite. Wants. Yeah, my favorite thing is like now when you go watch WWE Network and you see like those old one eight hundred numbers and it'll like say like line is no longer valid. You know, I'm like <laughs> oh no shit from nineteen ninety six. Like I'm gonna call yeah. in this give this giveaway line, um, or to order some merch from nineteen ninety six. Just call one eight hundred. You know, WWF. Um, but yeah, that is the random merch of the week. So I'll post a picture of it, obviously, after we after we wrap recording. But yeah, it's pretty cool, guys. So um, if you're into Goldberg and you want a piece of you know ancient history. Go grab that guy for 99 cents. All right, let's get into our retro wrestling recommendation of the week. This is where Sheena and I both pick a match you need to check out on the WWE Network. And uh, I'll let Sheena go first here. This is pretty timely. Yeah, um, due to the, you know, untimely passing of King Kong Bundy, um, we I, I picked WrestleMania 2 against Hulk Hogan, the main event, uh, Steel Cage match. So definitely, if you have not... Watch that match before. Go check it out. Thoughts and prayers to, you know, 
King Kong Bundy's family and everyone that cared about him. Um, and, uh, yeah, he's now in the big wrestling ring in the sky. Yeah, pretty uh, pretty sad stuff. Wasn't super old. I think like sixty two years old or something. So yeah, yeah, not that not that old at all. Like some prayers. Pretty to his crazy. Family. Uh, For sure. I had a match from ECW One Night Stand two thousand five. I don't know what made me go back and watch. I think there's a, there was a commercial. There's a tweet from the WWE uh, Twitter account about there's a new kind of special about. Uh, ECW with Paul Heyman and about how they, you know, how they brought ECW back and what he thought of it. I haven't got a chance to watch it yet. I think it's like only like half an hour long, but uh, maybe think about these ECW one eight stand events they had when they were thinking about bringing back ECW. And there was a, a match Lance Storm against Chris Jericho two thousand five, and uh, it was it was a pretty. I mean, if you want you want to show somebody like a really good technical, ta- you know, wrestling match. You know, no stupid gimmicks or frills, just really good wrestling. This is kind of Jericho throwing back to the Lionheart gimmick, uh, back to his ECW days. This is a, a damn good match, and uh, you need to check it out. It's really good. Awesome. All right. Uh, so check those out on the WWE Network. They need to start sponsoring our show because we <laughs> tell people to go check out matches every single week. Uh, do we have a list from... We oh. do have a listener mail, but like, um, real quick, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but um, speaking of King Kong Bundy, did you hear about Enzo's? Um, oh my God, I saw it yeah. on Twitter about where he said he'll never forget the guy who had the green tongue and ate the turnbuckles, and I mean, he just got roasted, dude. Um, I could not believe. Like, Hill husband told me that, and I thought he was joking. Um, so if you have not seen that yet, he said Enzo said he was going to leave it up. I mean, he kind of took it in stride and, like, admitted that he was a jackass. But he got King Kong Bundy and George the Animal Steel mixed up. Um, and then he said, you know, RIP, like, I'll never forget the guy who had the green tongue and ate the turnbuckles. Um, and, of course, obviously, like, the Internet went wild. But, yeah, if you haven't seen that tweet yet, go check it out because it was, like, you know, botch of the cinch. Man, you got you got a fact check. If you got a million followers, you got a fact check on shit like that because – that was just awful. It was I, awful. I posted it like I tweeted him back like, "Oh man, I, yeah, I saw an article about this in the uh, New York Times, and I c- included a, g- a gif of like Highlights Magazine." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, we have. Um, I just had to throw that in there because I just, like I said, I thought it was like fake news when Seth was telling me about it. I was like, no way that that actually happened. Um, but we do have our weekly question from my damn toys from our, our homie Trey. He says, what is good Sheena and Phil weekly question coming at you guys. I hope you both are having a blessed week. Uh, my question is, uh, this week about fast lane coming up. I feel like that outside of KO's match, I'm not that excited about the show. Uh, it just seems very predictable. And I honestly feel like we don't need this show at all. What are y'all's feelings about Fastlane? Like, where in the hell is Balor in the IC title on this show? Outside of KO and Roman's in-ring return, this pay-per-view is meh. Uh, we all know Becky's going to beat Charlotte. So, what are your thoughts, Phil? I'll let you. I'll let you lead off on that. Cool. Yeah, we kind of touched on it. I I feel yeah. the same way, but I also agree with you that we've we've thought about this about a couple pay-per-views here over the last three or four months that have really kind of 
made us look stupid. Uh, so we'll see. I think, you know, I do think the, the Becky Charlotte situation is pretty predictable, but they could throw a swerve in there for us. You know, we still have, you know, how long Nothing is off the table. Yeah. With these guys. Yeah. This is, this is insane. So yeah, we talked about some of these tag team matches being kind of meh. Some of the women's match, you know, the Mandy Rose Oscar match is going to be a squash. I don't think Kevin Owens has a chance against Daniel Bryan. They'll probably keep the belt on him. So, mm-hmm. uh, the, the men's tag team. Yeah. It just doesn't seem nothing is really jumping out at me here. Uh, Obviously, we talked about this, the possible split of the, the besties, Miz and Shane, setting up for a WrestleMania match. So it's just more of a setup card. You know, it's just, yeah. I'm not super excited about any of it, but I'll definitely watch. Yeah, I'm definitely going to watch um, as I do all pay per views. But yeah, I mean, I, it's one of those things like he's asking about Finn Balor and the IC title. Um, it's, you can't fit everybody on, on a fast lane card. I mean, they're, they're going to have a hell of a time fitting everybody on the WrestleMania card. And we all know that's going to be like freaking 12 hours. Um, but yeah, there's just not enough. There's just not enough room for everybody to defend their titles on every pay-per-view, especially now that like, you know, the pay-per-views are no longer split branded. So it's just like, you know, it's just the luck of the draw. Like who, who's going to be on the card this time. Um, but yeah, fast lane again, it, it is just one of those things. It's just setting up, um, you know, just setting up WrestleMania. So yeah, you have to take it for what it's worth. I do think they need it. I, I don't think you could completely, cause there's just way too much time between, um, you know, the previous pay-per-view and mania for it to just drag on. I do think there needs to be some things wrapped up, some new things kicked off um, to kind of give you that last minute push to WrestleMania. So I do think fast lane is an appropriate pay-per-view, but it is definitely, it's not one of like, you know, I mean, it's not survivor series or the rumble or anything, you know? For sure. Yeah, it's more of a setup pay-per-view. And it's, you know, this is the, the beauty of the WWE Network is that we don't have to pay 40 or 30 or 40 bucks to see this. It's included with your $10 a month purchase. So it, it, For kind, sure. it kind of makes it more palatable, you know, something, something to yeah. watch. And um, My Damn Toy, since he did send in a listener mail, I do want to congratulate him. He got 100,000 subscribers on his YouTube channel. We kind of touched on him last week and, like, how he makes these, like, insane, like, you know, he has a pick fed where he does like, you know, stop motion. And like, I mean, it's like beyond anything I've, I would be capable of doing, but, um, does pay-per-view matches and matches every week. And yeah, hundred thousand subscribers. That so is cool. yeah. freaking amazing. So congratulations, dude, you totally deserve it. And if you're not following, um, my damn toys on Instagram and YouTube, definitely check him out. So it's youtube.com backslash my damn toys. Next week, we will do a recap of the uh, Fastlane pay-per-view. I want you to follow us on Twitter at Chick Foley Show. Obviously, follow Sheena on Instagram at Chick Foley. We did our first Patreon-exclusive episode uh, that's available now for the best gimmick bracket. And we had all of our Patreons vote for our next bracket. It's going to be unanimous the best entrance theme. So we will pick the 32 best entrance themes in WWE history and have them go head-to-head in a tournament bracket. Uh, we'll record that probably in the next couple of weeks, and that'll be live on Patreon. So that'll be fun. I had re- a lot of fun with that that uh, gimmick battle royal. And uh, this yeah. this should be pretty cool, man. There's, there's a lot. I mean, that, when I think of best theme song, there's a lot of songs that come to my head, man. Old school, 80s, 90s, and Attitude Era, and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and there's some iconic ones. I think it's going to be, I mean, it's really going to be just head-to-head on a lot of these. 
uh, Ass Man is up there. You know, that's one of the best songs ever. <laughs> oh, God, for sure. No. What do you think about I mean, Aleister Black is hasn't been around long, but, man, that, that, that fucking entrance song is fire, dude. I listen to oh, that in the car a- all the time. Yeah, it's an earworm. Like if you need, I mean, it'll like you'll be singing that. If you hear it, you'll be singing it for like the next like five hours, and um, it's it's definitely gets stuck in your head. But it also gets you freaking fired up if you're about to do a workout or if you're about to go like you know quit your job and like tell off your boss. Like you need to make <laughs> sure you you listen to that, you know, so that you can go like full Jerry Maguire style. You guys can shoot us uh, your listener questions or your concerns or uh, tell us how much you love us at. Ask Chick Foley at gmail.com. Check out Pro Wrestling Tees to, to pick up a Chick Foley shirt. And uh, we will be back here next week with a brand new episode. I'm sure we'll have some new listeners with that Pete Dunn giveaway. But uh, seriously, thank you guys for listening, following us on social media, interacting with us. We, we definitely would, uh, would not be where we are without you guys uh, that have been with us from the beginning. So thanks so much. Any last words, Sheena, before we get out of here? Take it easy, everyone. Enjoy fast lane. Eat you some delicious food. <laughs> yeah, what's what's on the buffet? Uh, I know you always have a good meal for uh, all the pay per views. What are you gonna do for fast lane? We haven't laid out the menu yet, but it's probably gonna be something indulgent. I will definitely share in the in the stories and on the feed whenever we whenever we set the menu up. Fast lane. You could do like some. Do you have any good food trucks down there in uh in Hawaii? Oh, the best food comes from food trucks in Hawaii. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Do some of that. Yeah. All right, stay classy, Marks, and happy hunting in the next week. We will talk to you soon.